You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire. For Friday, February 10th, it's Super Bowl weekend. It is here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Woke up at the ass crack of dawn this morning after another eh, quasi-late night out here in Arizona. Um, shaking hands, kissing babies, saying hello to people, acting like I'm the mayor of Arizona. No, I'm just kidding around. I will just say uh, shout out to all the people who um, have come up to me randomly <laughs> the last two nights and just said how thrilled they are with the podcast, with the herd, um, my, my general, not rise, and that's probably a silly word, but just my general sports takes here over the last six months, I guess, have picked up steam in some way, shape, or form, and y'all love them, so thank you. Uh, I was able to play some pickup hoops, little media game on Thursday, fun run for about two hours, uh, little Fox, a um, couple of Phoenix radio guys played, a little younger um, Doug Gottlieb showed up. His nephew came, was like a high school. I mean, he could play. Hit three straight threes to beat us uh, after we had won six straight games. Of course, and I got to get this in because I was pissed, but I was guarding the high school kid. I mean, literally, he's like almost 30 years younger than me. And, um, you know, I, I kind of could pick up his game or quickly. You know, he's a good shooter. I'll let him drive because we're playing twos and threes. I'll get the help on the drive, right? I'm not going to give up threes. So he drove on me twice and I think scored on one and the other one rolled out and they still put, got the put back or whatever. So I was like, listen to this one like 25 year old, you got to guard him. I'm done. 
because it's a sixth game. I'm not going to get injured chasing around some high school kid. So what does a kid do? He steps it out, hits three straight threes to win the game. I was just like, damn. I mean, the kid could play. He plays high school varsity as a sophomore, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, you don't care about that. You're here for the takes. Now, it is Super Bowl Friday. Um, Saturday will be a big day here in Phoenix. And then, of course, Super Bowl Sunday. Nobody has anything going on except Super Bowl parties. I, I've got to say, we'll, we'll get to the, the game breakdown. We have our guest, Preston. You guys know him well. He's been on the pod before. Uh, like legit gambler. I mean, listen, I gamble early. I gamble often. Um, I had a three and three night. Not great on Wednesday. Three and two, profitable Thursday. It had been a great early week for college hoops. I think five in a row. I put the picks on Instagram stories. Um, I, I love college basketball. Um, and it's I have this weird vibe here with the NFL and the Super Bowl is that A, the NBA has been bonkers this week and that's sucked up a lot of oxygen and b i i don't think anybody has a clue who's going to win this game i think a lot of people early bet the eagles on the assumption that kansas city had some injuries is mahomes going to be okay what's up with me hardman by the way me hardman's done he will not play sneed got hurt the wide receiving core was just beaten down so early it was the eagles but now here we are you know what, 48 hours, a little more to game day, and it looks like the KC Chiefs are going to be pretty healthy. So I think this, the line's coming back to Kansas City. But there's so many unknowns here, and it is kind of tough to bet this game. I mean, yeah, you can get down a lot, but do you feel supremely confident like you have an edge somewhere? Like, for instance, last night in College Hoops, Loyola Marymount loved it. This is a frisky team. I happen to know the coach as his son played AAU ball with my son last year. And I, I know this is a pretty good Loyola Marymount team. And St. Mary's was coming off the big win over Gonzaga. It was, a, it was a, you know, I think they were getting seven and a half. And they end up winning the game by four. So Loyola's now beaten Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Uh, Loyola rises their level against the best. This was a great spot. Now, maybe I'll fade him this weekend, but I think that's the kind of edge you can find in college hoops. What's the edge here? Really? Chiefs are going to go up and down the field. I think the Eagles probably go up and down the field. And I think the over might be the best bet, but it's also probably the squarest bet you can make, right? Like, what are, what, what are the squares going to bet when they go into the casino, online, whatever, their, their local guy? What are they going to bet? But the over, they're going to have points. Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. I think a lot of people will take the over. And, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give my prediction at the end. We'll do best bets, a couple uh, props, although I've given out props throughout the week. Um, but for now, why don't we uh, – actually, before I get to Preston, one final note. As there was a flurry of trades Thursday morning, uh, obviously we did the pod with the Kevin Durant. If you missed it yesterday, you know, tune in, go back and listen. It was uh, – <laughs> got a lot of interesting comments about it. We'll see. Uh, we'll do much more on KD here in the coming weeks as he returns from injury. Um, I'll just I'll mention two quick ones because I'm not, again this Super Bowl weekend. Number one, coming off James Wiseman, the Warriors. I had seen that they saved potentially in the next year and change oh, up to one hundred and thirty-one million dollars by dumping Wiseman, which is insanity. It's early to give up on a on a twenty-two year old. I think he turns 23 here soon. But Detroit's buying low on him. I'm fine with that. 
Um, it's just weird. It, it, you know, the Warriors are not getting tagged with this as a colossal whiff. And, and, and I mean, I don't, you don't want to call the guy a bust, but I, anyway, you slice it. The Warriors screwed that up badly. They had a golden opportunity to really prolong the dynasty and they whiffed on Wiseman. It's, it should be talked about more, but it wasn't. And if they lose in the playoffs, I will definitely be hammering that point home. The other one I thought that was super interesting. No, it's not the Lakers dumping Pat Bev uh, from Obamba. It's Bones Highland who, you know, listen, this guy went to VCU. You guys know I'm a, um, I grew up in Northern Virginia and I follow Virginia hoops, uh, i.e. James Madison, Virginia Tech, VCU. I follow it all eh, as closely as someone can living on the other side of the country. Bones Highland can get buckets. The kid is a scoring machine. He fell out of favor in Denver. Maybe he doesn't play defense. It's really unclear why they don't like him because he's a scoring machine. He's like a Lou Williams type guy. Comes off the bench and scores. And of all the places, Denver is going to trade away a potential six man who's going to play in the playoffs and score. You send him to the Clippers? A team there's a damn good chance you're going to face in the playoffs? Are you serious? I thought that was really dumb. Bones Highland now will be extra motivated, insanely motivated by the team that wouldn't play him here in the last couple weeks. A lot of did not play coaches' decisions. A lot of here's four minutes for you. That's disrespectful to a guy of Highland's caliber. Like, I, of, I mean, couldn't you send him to the East? I don't know, extremely disappointing. I will also note. The Clippers did bring back Eric Gordon. I'm just going to rattle off a couple ages for you. Are you ready for the L.A. Clippers? Ready? Nick Batum, 34. Robert Covington, 32. Paul George, 32. Eric Gordon, 34. Kawhi Leonard, 31. Marcus Morris, 33. Are you seeing a, um, seeing a theme there? This is an aging team. I don't know if this is the last year of PG and Kawhi, but we shall see. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest to break down the Super Bowl and some NBA talk and some soccer talk. Preston Johnson. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome back to Straight Fire, one of the most in-demand guests we have because he's so knowledgeable on gambling. He's been written about in the Washington Post a couple times over the last year. He's now joining us all the way from London, I believe London, somewhere in, or maybe I'll just say parts unknown since he's so wealthy. Preston Johnson, how are you, man? I am doing well. Thanks for having me back on. I'm excited. It's a big week, Super Bowl week, and I got yes. the invites. I'm- yeah, yeah, a lot of people, um, you know, I kind of put it out there to some of our hardcore listeners who are suggesting names. And, you know, we've had some guys on multiple times. So we can't have them on over and over. But, you know, we've only had you on, I think, twice on the pod. But I am curious. Uh, the last time we spoke, you were going through a health thing, and I see your IG postings. You've lost a lot of weight. Uh, how are things going on that front? Good, yeah. There was the the early stage melanoma scare. I had four procedures done, but uh, over the holidays, I got it all clear once they did a, a body scan on and biopsies on, on all of the stuff during those procedures and so i'm in a good place to stuff to do like lifetime checkups every three months but i mean that's if that's all it is it's not that bad so yeah I'm pretty that's blessed. great man uh, every three yeah. months uh and do you have to like do extra skincare in the sun you have to wear wide brim hats 
<laughs> they they tell me I probably should since I, I live right there by the beach. It's uh I gotta probably take a little extra precaution. But um in general, hopefully you know, we just caught it early and, and I got lucky that I was able to. Nice. And you had recommended a book, The Midnight Library. I instantly downloaded it on Audible and buzzed through it. It was awesome. Um it was a little grim at the beginning, the first like yeah, it's heavy at the beginning. Yeah, I was like, come on, Preston, what is this? And then I plowed through that and got to the good stuff. It's a, it's a great book. A lot of life lessons in there, I think. Exactly. I think, it, yeah, just it's, it's a book that makes you think and like contemplate your decision-making day-to-day and macro as well. So yeah. um, I think and, I said yeah, when it, I brought it up, it's very philosophical. And so oh, yeah, I'm super into stuff. philosophy now. I know that's a cringeworthy look. California guy into philosophy. <laughs> um, but I, I will say, like, uh, I listen to some philosophy podcasts. Do you have any other book recommendations? Maybe you read something on your trip across the pond recently. I actually, I just read there's uh, two more that are kind of similar and, and they're they're not as like heavy or dark. Um, have you heard of, it's called They Both Die at the End? No. It was, it was like a, it was a bestseller from like 2017. And then there's a prequel that just came out a couple months ago, uh, months ago called The First That Dies at the End. The first um, dies at the end. Yeah, the, they both die at the end. That's the original. So read that one first, and oh then my this, gosh. the second one is. Yeah, well, my wife's in a book club. I'm sure she's all over these already. Do you wish? I bet you she's heard of at least the original one. Um, yeah, it's 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 very. That one's also extremely interesting. It's essentially. I'll give you the premise. I'm not going to ruin anything. It's a book. It takes place. There's this thing called Death Cast, and you find out the day that you die from this company that has a way a method to figure out the day you die. They call and tell you. And so you can live your last day however you please. And so it's a story oh. about how you would do that and like what goes around. And um, it follows a couple characters and it's like fictional, but it's just a, it's an interesting premise. Very grim. I like it. I like your style. Um, all right, let's pivot to the Super Bowl and Chiefs Eagles. It's one of those weird matchups, Preston, like the Eagles beat arguably the worst run of quarterbacks in the history of the playoffs to get here. Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy slash Josh Johnson uh, and Brock Purdy couldn't throw for a half. And people are questioning the Eagles a little bit. I hear a lot of people seem to like the Chiefs here because of the Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid factor. I don't know. I bet the Eagles small. I'm on the over. Um, but big picture, where are you on the game? When did you bet the Eagles? Just out of curiosity. Uh, well, foolishly, minus two. I thought it would go higher, not you know knowing the Snead injury, uh, the wide receiver injuries for the Chiefs. So this was like maybe day three after the conference championships, day two or three. Do you... um? You think it's interesting, you know, at one point, I believe it was Circa, who is pretty well respected in the market worldwide. Uh, they they opened Kansas City. It was either minus one and a half or minus two early on. And okay. I think if if it wasn't for the fact that Mahomes has obviously the, the one foot injury, who knows how severe it is. You know, Kansas City would typically be a favorite here. Um, so for me, it's like if, if you're actually betting on Philadelphia, I think you're kind of paying a premium because you're paying you're. You're playing a number that probably is wrong if Mahomes is healthy. If he's not healthy, then it's probably about right anyways. Um, but in the times that he is pretty healthy, then you're getting a discount. You're getting plus money on the money line or getting a point and a half or two with KC. Um, so that's the direction I would lean on. And I am pretty, you know, like for a lot of betters, especially ones that are modeling out games, it's it's um, it's about like the, the big story and a lot of priors. Or they reference priors a lot. It's like your historical numbers from even previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I think that, I, I was helpful for me as I was betting regularly as I was, I think more quick to adjust mid season. 
um, than other guys that were modeling who would put more stock into priors than I thought was necessary. And so um, in a similar light, I would say I would put more stock into the fact that the Eagles, I think the two times they did play a quarterback, decent quarterback in the last couple months, it was Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. They gave up like 33 and 34 points, I believe were the numbers. Mm -hmm. um, I would put more stock than I think most people that would want to say, oh, small sample size or recency buys. Like, I think there's a, I think there's something to that narrative. I, I would be surprised if Kansas City can't move the ball in Philly. Now, can the Eagles run the ball and keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands for you know 37 to 40 minutes? Like, that, that's possible for sure. Um, so it'll end up coming down to the Chiefs' defense to some degree. But I, I would say if I were to bet anything at this point, it would just be um, KC at a discount if Mahomes is healthy, or the fact that I think Philadelphia is probably, especially their defense, um, slightly overrated. Yeah, why do you think the Eagles' defense, the 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 numbers and the metrics are incredible, the sacks, all that fun stuff, but they got torched by Prescott and Rodgers? Uh, if I recall, Rodgers, didn't Christian Watson have a monster game? I'll look that up, but I've, uh, wh why do you think that happened? I, I don't think there were any massive injuries those weeks, were there? No, I think I think that's kind of the, the main point, is in every other game of that list of their last couple of months, they were just playing a below average quarterback or a backup or even a third string quarterback. And so uh, the numbers are pretty skewed overall, but then you look at those two games, you know, uh, you know, they're giving up 473 yards through the air. Right? It's just like, uh, you know, a real quarterback like Mahomes, whether he's one foot or two, like it's, it's better than what they've seen to this point in, in, in general. So that, that would be my concern on the Philly side is that their defense is probably um, unless you're adjusting for strength of quarterback, which there are people out there that do that. Uh, their numbers are pretty inflated, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, Packers put up 7.0 yards per play. Jeez, um, that is significant. That that I remember that game now. Um, yeah, I, I if I remember, if I recall, it was a push due to a late field goal, maybe. Yeah. Um, and Watson did have a, a big, huge touchdown. Hmm. Uh, what about MVP? Have you looked at that market at all? I haven't, but it's it's not one I would typically bet, even when I was doing Super Bowl stuff pretty regularly. I think a lot of the smarter people will just shop around for the quarterback of the team they think is going to win because you get a better price. Like Mahomes to be MVP is going to be better than the Chiefs' money line, and they would just take shots at that sometimes. Um, but I haven't gone around like looking for a defensive like sleeper or uh, you know who's who's the the second string or third string tight end with Foster is his name maybe for the Chiefs like I, I think I I know someone that bet that uh, and for him to score a touchdown uh, it was like ten to one or something as well but they just in, in a world that Kelsey um, is double teamed or taken out of the game or he gets hurt because remember two or three weeks ago Kelsey also was questionable to even play in a playoff game so uh, he was trying to take a shot at some of that uncertainty um, but anyways I, I typically am not someone that just tries to take a bunch of long shots on. On those markets and to be frank you know when it comes to props just in general there's so many options now out there where yeah. to bet there's so many lines there's so many books there's so many different props now there's thousands of them when i was really grinding you know i would actually um, and i was living in las vegas made it easier but I, I would actually just like blink at every book every number and in, in an arb or arbitrage um bad numbers or there's just so much fluctuation in prices or sometimes you'd have middles on you know an over 49 and a half at minus 110 but and under 49 and a half at plus 115. So where you can't lose if you bet either side and you can actually like guarantee yourself a small amount. I would just do that because there's so much opportunity and so many different lines being offered. So um, for people that are out there, they just want to like actually like grind, make a profit in the Super Bowl. Just keep an eye on prop prices all the time. They're constantly shifting, especially come this weekend. I don't, you say that, but 
Preston, there's like literally hundreds of props to dig through. Um, it used to oh, be yeah. like you could find it. I mean, now there's just two, almost too many. Don't you feel? That's probably true. Uh, I remember there was a team. There was like a team of us. There was like three of us that, and they had these Excel sheets where it had every prop bet at every book, and we would just be logging in and updating them based on when we like you know would be on our apps and our phones and all the Vegas books. But we'd find opportunity. We'd end up like turning, you know, like a fifteen percent ROI, but it was that was risk free ROI, just because again, I want to reiterate it's it's you know if you're betting an over 30 and a half and an under 37 and a half and the, the prices are right you have a free middle or or you were just getting like um mvp prices or yes no there's a lot of yes no's where you'd have yeses um mm-hmm. where people would bet one way and then the no would have value at one book and you know some books move the others don't it just, you, it, it's just it's annoying it's extremely mundane but uh, it is a it's so many opportunities and so many lines that there's there's stuff to pick off it's, uh, piggybacking off the yes no there are a lot of these massively um lopsided like for instance um i'm looking at records and interception jalen watson no minus 950 yes plus 566 like uh, is he gonna get one no I, no way right but is it worth sinking 950 bucks into jalen watson it, 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 to to record a hundred dollar profit, like I, I I've never been a kind of guy like that, but I know some of the other guys you know are keen on that. But I guess you got to have a huge bankroll to be sinking big money into yes no, where the where the uh, juice is like minus thirteen hundred. Yeah, the popular one is like uh, for for no safety. Everyone loves to bet yes. a safety, and I know there's been a run of not a run, but every two or three years for a while now, there's been a safety coincidentally. But a lot of the sharp professionals will lay the no price on no safety or. You know, I think a popular one because of so many missed extra points with the Cowboys, especially, but just throughout the playoffs, uh, is is a no uh, or a PAT missed? Yes, I, I've I've heard some guys that say the no is like the best it's ever been in in this scenario, um, especially because uh, I think let's see the, the no Butler. price on yeah a no no missed PAT is like in the minus two fifty range, yeah, two forty. I think I even know someone that bet that, and it should be good if I recall like t- to minus three hundred just historically like in a vacuum. Now, Butker, I think, has missed two or three this season. He and has, so is the other yeah. So you look at that and you look at everyone remembers the Cowboys um, the last few weeks yeah. you know, from a few weeks ago. It's it's why everyone's betting the yes, that there's going to be a missed extra point. Um, but in theory, anything in that minus 240 to 50 range is actually value. Uh, so anyway, they just try to find stuff like that because it's just really it's a math game over time. Uh, the other one I, I bet early, you talked about it yesterday on the pod, was over nine and a half points first quarter. A lot of people tend to lean under, given the pomp and circumstance of the Super Bowl and all the uh, stuff leading up to it—the two weeks off and the, the history of sluggish starts, especially with Brady and the Bucks uh, and and the Patriots as well. Um, any any thoughts on like first quarter over or under? Nothing for me on this one. No, and I and I genuinely haven't put a ton of effort into shopping prices or anything like that, or or looking at the prop uh, options. The general narrative, though, is that Super Bowls tend to start slow, right? Mm-hmm. Because two weeks off, or I should say an extra week off versus the norm, you have defenses that have extra time to prepare. Offenses, the narrative is that they like to dink and dunk and start to get a feel of what the defense is giving them, and it takes time. At this point in the year 2023, like I'm fairly confident that the books are accounting for all of that and that the prices are probably um, pretty good. And if anything, you said you bet over nine and a half. Yeah. I would look the other way because I think people tend to think, oh, slow start, extra week off, they're going to be out of rhythm. So if I was to do anything, I think I would probably bet over well, without knowing the prices because everyone else is generally looking at under. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Somebody smart I was talking to about props said, that he's looking at Nick Bolton over tackles for a big play. And I said, Nick Bolton, what's that all? You know, he's very good. Uh, Number 32, he's got the dreads. He's everywhere. If Philly is able to run the ball a ton and they're able to play their game, Bolton's going to be chewing up a lot of tackles in the middle. As opposed to the Eagles linebackers, apparently they're more of a rotation and they mix up their coverage. So their linebackers aren't always on the field. But Bolton, like, never leaves the field, apparently. Now, I haven't had time. He literally just told it to me today. And I haven't had time to look in. But, like, is that the kind of – I mean, again, all this stuff's baked into the lines, I'm sure. But when you hear something like that, what do you think, Preston? I think that's – it's it's an interesting thing just about props in general. Is there – if you have a position on Philadelphia and the Eagles, there are other ways to bet it where – that are correlated. So, like, if you think the Eagles are going to win and they're going to establish the run and, and handle business – then that probably is the right bet. And then there's also a world that the Chiefs still win anyway and Bolton still goes over, right? And so it kind of gives you extra opportunity to be right about your Eagles position that they control the game on the ground um, while winning in a different way and while still giving you an opportunity to win even if the Chiefs were to win. So it's just like a way of limiting variance in a sense, right? Because 
you could bet on the Eagles and, and lose that one bet. But if you bet on the Eagles, a Bolton over, a couple Eagle player props, mm. um, it kind of like uh, separates or distributes your portfolio over a course of, of multiple events that just kind of um, balances things and reduces risk. Uh, so that's one that that totally lines up. If, if you like the Eagles and you think they're going to run the ball well and have a lot of volume, then yeah, Bolton's going to be there to, to eat up a bunch of tackles. It's probably nothing, but it seems like every other year for the last few, we've had something weird. Uh, Chiefs, no touchdowns against Tampa. Um, I Somebody had to have cleaned up on that. Rams, no touchdowns against Patriots. Patriots, Falcons, overtime. I mean, um, something like Denver, Seattle had the safety. It's It's been very odd. And again, is that just happenstance, Preston? Or are you thinking, hey, maybe there's an angle for something alt and wacky here? I mean, I think when the Rams lost to the Patriots 13-3, the Rams had like the best offense in the league that year with Goff and company. Um, and the Chiefs, obviously, with Mahomes two years ago, were a juggernaut. Yeah. Nobody saw them not scoring a touchdown. Is there any game state that you can think of or envision happening here that you could see a betting angle unfold? You know, that's that's a good question. I think in general, I wouldn't assume that there's something weird happening in recent years that's going to like make it more likely that one of those things or events happen Sunday. Uh, what I would say is that it is an interesting scenario where you have even Hertz isn't like 100 percent. Right. Like we weren't mm -hmm. even sure with the shoulder and everything. Um, he seems to be. But they also have been running him less. They haven't really needed to use him uh, as much in the run game. And Mahomes obviously has the foot. So like there's definitely a pathway to some weird, like four minutes in, Mahomes can't return and it's Chad Henney versus this Eagles <laughs> defense, which then the Eagles yeah. numbers look really good, right? And yeah, maybe the Chiefs don't find a way to, you know, even get in the end zone. And so if you're, it's almost like you're betting on an injury though, right? But it's, yeah. th there's a couple, there's a couple pathways there, but it's um, nothing that I would put a ton of stock into or anything. I, I mean, this season, we or these playoffs, we've seen some wacky injuries. The Brock Purdy thing on like the sixth play offensively for the Niners that screwed that game. Mm -hmm. Anything you had for the Niners was torched. Um, the Mah Mahomes went down briefly, but Henny still was able to go the distance. I had the first half Chiefs, and I was obviously nervous when he goes down, but Henny delivered. I mean, and over during the course of the season, like I had the alt win totals for the Giants and Vikings, and both hit. Now I had alt also alt. Uh, under on the Cowboys, which whiffed badly. But I don't know. The alt lines are interesting to me. But again, it it does feel like more of a dart throw than anything, right? Yes. I don't think there's anything historically that you that's correlated to how this Chiefs-Eagles game is going to play out that gives you any type of edge. Um, but again, if you have a narrative or a theory, and this is what's great about the Super Bowl and there all the options to bet, like if you're just doing it for fun and it's not like a serious bet, like, do whatever you want. Like it also like it comes down to that. I know we try to talk more seriously about betting and trying to make smart decisions, but it's the Super Bowl. It happens once a year. If you want to take a flyer on the Eagles to win by, you know, 15 plus minus 14 and a half because yeah. you're getting good odds. Like, go for it. Like, I don't know. It's it's still like part yeah, of the the I know your enjoyment. buddies with Rufus and we've had him on here. I, he's getting down yeah, yeah. like five hundred thousand dollars or whatever, or maybe more. I don't know. On the Super probably Bowl. More. Yeah. Probably more. I would bet over half a million that they get down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a little insane. I would assume most guys listening to this are probably five hundred to two thousand dollars on the Super Bowl spread around. Some of it's for fun, you know, squares, whatever else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of that stuff, like that, just makes it a fun experience. You know, you're sitting around rooting for a, a field goal over fifty yards or whatever. Um, yeah, that that stuff can be fun and entertainment value. And I, 
Preston, we've talked about this. I know that like the hardcore gamblers, they just hate how uh, the guys on TV talk about sports gambling, but they don't understand that there's a large segment of the population that is finds just entertainment in sports gambling. Yeah, totally. I think um, I even probably fell victim to that when I was on ESPN for a few years. You're trying to sound smart. You want to make sure you're giving uh, good information across. But at the end of the day, like you're right, 99.x percent of these people just want to have fun and watch games and have a little bit of money on it. And, you know, the Super Bowl obviously is like the main event for that. So uh, I I'm totally on board with anyone in the end, even if you think it's a bad decision or a stupid one. But it's one you want to do. Go for it. It's it's all for fun at the end of the day. But I, I would say, Rufus, um, you know, there's only a couple opportunities a year. And this is probably one of the top that you over time can like have a guaranteed ROI, not guaranteed, but like on average, you're going to have an ROI that's just way stronger than any single game. Mm-hmm. If you're able to get enormous amounts down over the, across hundreds of different bets, again, it minimizes variance and your ROI is going to be pretty high year to year. And so that's why I know Rufus and some of the people he works with will just do everything they can to, to get as much down as possible. When you're talking about hundreds of bets, Preston, I don't know if you've dealt in that space at some point, there's no, there's no value in you having all your bets in front of you. You just watch the game. And then at the end, check your seven or 10 accounts or however many there are. Right. He's posted like stacks of tickets. There's just like hundreds of tickets. They're just stacked. Cause you sometimes, sometimes you have to go to a kiosk or do them at the window and then you go through and you have to cash them out. Um, but it's, you don't really know mid game where you're at or where you stand. It's really hard to know because there's so much action and just, you lose track. So you're right. And so you just do it after the fact. Yeah, I do want to wrap up by asking about, you know, you're obviously the owner of a soccer team. Um, and are you allowed to gamble on uh, and, any sports at all now that you're a team owner? I am. They said you know, nothing soccer related. I think their example that EFL told me when I asked was, uh, I can't even bet on like 14-year-old Japanese women's fourth <laughs> division. Like anything that's soccer, no. Um, anything else is totally fine. So I remember last year I was in Vegas for March Madness for one day. Um, I bet a bunch, I bet a bunch there. I was at in Vegas for a bachelor party um, for a friend on a college football Saturday. I got to bet some uh, games then uh, this last fall. So I've had a couple of days where I've been able to to throw around, but uh, otherwise I'm not really betting much anyways at this mm-hmm. point. But it's uh, it's 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 allowed as long as it isn't soccer. Yeah, I don't. Uh, while while I you brought up college basketball, any futures that you've taken a flyer on or that you think there is value in um, currently on the college basketball front. You know how many college basketball games I've watched this year? I would go um, with one. It's I think it's two. Yeah. Okay. And they were both BYU games with my dad. Like <laughs> uh it's, it was just it, one was the Gonzaga game. Actually, you remember you messaged me about that game beforehand. Yeah. And BYU choked at the end, ended up losing by one, I believe. But uh yeah, I just haven't I just haven't had the time. And and, and, I, and I prefer the NBA to, to college hoops. And so I when I do watch basketball, I'm just watching the NBA. Um, and I'll wrap up with one soccer question. I don't know if you know the answer to this. I I heard it offhand from someone adjacent to our soccer group that owns the team in Mexico. Morocco had that incredible run at the World Cup. I'm sure you followed it closely. Yep. Apparently, they worked with a stats group ahead of the World Cup. And I don't know what they found because I, I haven't been able to confirm this, but apparently it tremendously helped and aided their run. A, have you heard this story? B, do you know uh, where I can read about it and see um, what are your thoughts on analytics and, and soccer? Cause I think last time we spoke uh, there was some interesting stuff on the, uh, on the XG front and so forth. 
All right. My initial thought is that every country slash team probably had some form of analytics help. Right. And so the fact that one underdog made a run, analytics help. The fact is there's probably some favorites that lost games that were getting help from analytics too. So I would I would say it goes both ways. And when you have an underdog make a run, then it just is like, oh well, now we have an excuse to tell that story. I, I would I would I would have more information if and I don't know if there's stories on it specifically who the analytics group is. If you said who it was, then I could tell you if it made a difference or not more than I okay, could well, the, the I fact that the, they actually won a few yeah. games. The group the um the analytics company stats bomb. Do you know their oh, work? Okay. So everyone has access to like yeah, we, very, we have access to stats good. bomb. So like like even our club, which is League Two in England, we use stats bomb every day. So I would say if they're attributing it to that, it's kind of just like part of their narrative because everyone uses stats bomb. So and, maybe and okay, that, so it could be coming from stats bomb trying to pump up their brand. Hey, we're the reason Morocco made that incredible yeah, run. Morocco ended up. It's totally possible. Yeah, and I love stats bomb. I know Ted, and you know we actually scooped one of their employees to be our director of football a couple months ago named Chris oh. Galley. So um like it's a it's the best platform for visual for for data play by play that there is, but also like everyone uses it. So I, it wasn't what gave Morocco an edge in my opinion, unless there was some special consulting deal on the side that we're not privy to. Yeah. That, that's possible as well. Because as you know as a, as an analytics guy, you know that there's a big, big dis- discrepancy in stats and soccer. The athletic had a piece recently about ju- what is the value of stats in soccer and the old school mentality. And I know you're dealing with some of that in your front office. And let's just say you're not the only team uh, on the soccer yeah. front kind of dealing with um, the the new idea, a uh, way to look at analytics and meld it with soccer and the old school. Well, we've always done it that way. And I know talent and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's interesting, I think, because in, in America, it just seems like so obvious now after we saw what happened with baseball and then the NBA and then even more so the NFL in, in recent years. And soccer uh, internationally is still like pretty far behind, especially at lower leagues. Like at the Premier League at the top in England, like they're they're going all out. But um, where we're at in League Two, you know, we still think there's a lot of opportunities and edges to be had. You know, even it ultimately comes down to who you have uh, managing or coaching your squad, your, your team. And if they're going to buy in or not. And so like the most recent manager we appointed, his name's Scott Lindsay. You know, he's someone that was already utilizing metrics and analytics and data to his approach. And like, even on a call uh, we had with him yesterday, we were mentioning like XG on throw-ins specifically in a certain area of the pitch. And he was like, Oh, that's amazing. It's really great. He's like, that actually makes sense. And I can, you know, dumb it down and like actually help players digest. This is why we're giving up set pieces on throw-ins look at look at the numbers here and he's like can you send me that going forward every week and also for our opponents and that was just his natural reaction whereas there'll be other managers that we, we've spoken to that'll just hear it and kind of you know mm-hmm. put it to the side and won't follow up or just yeah. will actually find an excuse as to why that the number's wrong and it's like i mean the number's not wrong it's just no. there so yeah. it, it, it all is a mentality thing and i think it just takes some time and soccer i'll get there eventually but uh it's yeah you have a lot of that old traditional headbutting happening still yeah all right, Preston Johnson, uh, soccer owner, gambler. What else are you? Uh, bon vivant, basically. I mean, man about <laughs> man, town. I, I try to. I just am doing a bunch of music stuff for fun, and I, I play drums and write songs with a band, and like that's like my outlet for all the stress and all the high pressures of everything else. Um, but it's uh, I, I'm blessed to just be doing what I'm doing, so I cannot complain. It's been a wild year, year and a half, but uh, 
we continue on just trying to win some some games. Congrats, man, on all your success and uh, being healthy. Talk to you soon, Preston. Thank you, Jason. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Good stuff from Preston Johnson. I will be looking for They Both Die at the End on Audible as soon as the Super Bowl ends and we move forward into the NBA in March Madness. I'll have more time for reading, obviously. More time for TV shows catching up on the good stuff. But uh, before we go, I thought I would just unload a couple of wagers that I made in the Super Bowl. I'm sure there'll be more like as we get closer to the game. It's interesting. It's as you get closer to the game, some of the smartest bets are unders because the lines have moved so much. They're almost, you know, they're moving too far. And if you take unders on some that have moved a ton, there's probably more value in that than trying to chase Numbers that are long gone. At any rate, here are some of my most latest bets. Um, there's heavy juice here. And it carries a little minimal risk, especially if the Eagles are playing from behind and chucking in a lot. But 
Quez Watkins has kind of fallen out of the rotation. I know he had a big game against the Niners uh, last year with like 193-yard catch or whatever it was. And there was kind of this thought that Quez Watkins is your burner deep. Well, no. Uh, When you have Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard, Watkins' target share is just plummeting. And you can get under one and a half receptions with heavy juice, minus 200 on Quez Watkins. Like, if he plays 12 snaps, is he getting a target? I mean, is he getting two catches? Uh, it would be a, it, it would be stunning to me. Now, maybe there's an injury we don't know about and you get screwed, but uh, the minus 200 juice is not great, but it feels like Watkins, whose playing time is just shrinking, is not going to be a factor. And if the Eagles happen to grab a lead and they do go to a more ground-heavy attack, then Watkins certainly isn't going to be featured. So that's a prop I like. Um, I did take a flyer on this one. Um, <laughs> game decided by seven points exactly, um, plus six eighty-one. I don't. I think it'll be close. But listen, there's a scenario where the Chiefs blow them out. I don't see, think there's a scenario where the Eagles run away and hide. But remember, I had said this against uh, for Niners Eagles. I could see the Eagles winning close, Niners winning close, and Eagles in a uh, blowout. I couldn't see the Niners running away from the Eagles. The only scenario I cannot see here is an Eagles blowout of the Chiefs. I just don't think that's on board. So could seven, could it land on seven the way these teams go for two, the way these teams will abhor field goals and go for it on fourth down? Um, So I took a flyer, plus 681 Eagles-Chiefs game decided by seven points. You guys know I have the over talked about that earlier this week I'm, I'm a little pot committed on aj brown to win mvp of the super bowl um I, you know that that's one that i had going into the final four that i'm pretty comfortable with i do believe jalen hurts is going to be fine i know the big narrative is how's his shoulder is he okay you know can jalen hurts be the jalen hurts he was i mean <laughs> What was that, Jalen Hurts? Running around, dominating bad teams for three quarters, and then I saw a stat that Jalen Hurts threw the second fewest passes of any starting quarterback in the fourth quarter this season. And a lot of that is because they were dominating teams and rolling, and Jalen Hurts is not needed to throw. I'll be interested. I mean, they haven't played a close game with their starters in like two months. And with Jalen Hurts healthy, they have not. Neither playoff game was close in the in the second half, but double digit spread on both. So, you know, it's going to be interesting how this game progresses if it's close and tight, or the Eagles are trailing. Does Hurts get? I don't. We haven't seen him in a close game in a while, guys. It's just a it's just a fact. He has not played a close game in forever. I do believe the Eagles come out on top. I'll go Eagles thirty one twenty eight. Um, I am pot committed to AJ Brown MVP, but I do think the, the the game state could be one where the Eagles MVP is up in the air. Whereas if the Chiefs win, like think about it, who's going to get the MVP? Almost certainly Patrick Mahomes, and Kelsey's the only other guy I could honestly consider. I, on the Eagles, literally AJ Brown. You, there's, I mean, Miles Sanders' odds have plummeted this week. I don't know if you guys. You guys have followed that closely. Jalen Hurts, obviously. Um, Dallas Goddard is very good and has an edge uh, against these Chiefs linebackers. Hell, Devontae Smith has had some big games. 
he could easily have a seven for 110 against his chief secondary. So, uh, and, and then you've got the defensive players. Um, Reddick could go, go bonkers. Um, by the way, speaking of the Eagles defense, I did see this. Patrick Mahomes over three and a half rush attempts is kind of, now there is heavy juice here, but it's, it's interesting because is Mahomes going to be in 95% shape where he's going to be escaping the pocket and running and trying to get yards? Or is he just throwing it away because he's immobile? I think he's going to be running the football. And remember, this is not an Eagles team that blitzes. So if they are getting home with four and putting pressure on him, I think Mahomes more than likely will be on the run. And I was able to play this wisely with Joe Burrow. And if you guys remember, Burrow scramble yards. He had like one run that was like 18 yards. I'm, I don't, I'm not going to do the yards with Mahomes simply because of the whole kneel down garbage at the end of games. And let's say he gets like minus eight yards and kneel downs or minus six or whatever, and then all of a sudden you've lost your over. So I just think rushes, kneel downs are not rushes. Um, so I, I do believe over three and a half rush attempts <coughs> for Patrick Mahomes is a good bet. Um, and I would obviously lean over on Mahomes passing yards as well. And now I'm losing my voice, and now i got to go do a TV show. So I will talk to you on Monday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 